0: Well, hello again, and welcome back to another episode of Grandpa Sheehan Stories, a limited series podcast. In this story, Mike and his dog, Sabby, have an out-of-this-world experience. That's the only way I can describe it. It's amazing to me that story after story after story, my dad is always able to and has always been able to come up with a new concept. And it's always on the fly. And listening back, sometimes I can hear him struggle a little bit. And you can hear it in the beginning of this. He's trying to figure out where's this story going to go. But as a 9-year-old, I had no idea that's what that was going on. That that's what was happening. But he was always amazing, and always able to do that. However, not every story has a name that is commensurate with the story. This story from May 16th, 1983 is simply called Stuff on Tape. Enjoy. And you're the one who tells the story, not me. Yeah, but
1: uh, we gotta wait for the leader to get around, so we'll be starting to record. You don't need to hold it if you don't want. You can just lay it down right there. Right here. We'll see it. We'll talk to it. Talk to it like a, like a friend. You can say, hi, thing. How you doing? You know what it says back? It says... "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Well let's see, Um, uh, this is another story that uh, you probably already heard once. Because I tell the same stories over and over and over again.
0: They just tell the same startings over and over again.
1: Well let's see if you heard this one. You tell me if you heard it before. Okay, this one starts off, once upon a time, long ago and far away, when there were wolves and whales, and the moon was very dim, and Jupiter was out in the sky.
0: Oh, God. Where'd you get that (laughs) from? You you heard this story? Uh No. You haven't. Where'd you get that from?
1: Well, it's what it's like outside now. The moon is very dim, because it's a new moon. And Jupiter is out. Jupiter is the brightest star in the sky right now. I thought
0: the star. was the brightest star in the sky.
1: Nope. Actually, Jupiter's not a star, but it looks like a star. It's a planet. But it's the brightest thing in the sky next to the moon. Because, what you know. What
0: about the Mercury? Mer, uh, what about, you can't, you can probably not see Mercury. I don't, th- I
1: don't know. I don't know if you can see Mercury or not.
0: If that's you were able to see Mercury, you have to look directly at the sun. You would? Yeah. It's right next to the sun. Oh. There's the sun. This is Mercury. Is about right here.
1: Oh, maybe that's right. I don't. I don't know that.
0: We've seen pictures of it in second grade.
1: Yeah. But anyway, this is. It's,
0: it's all desert.
1: What day is today? Well, I just got to do that stuff.
0: Oh, five sixteen.
1: Five sixteen.
0: May 16th,
1: eighty. Nineteen eighty-three, Europe. And uh, in May, in the spring, is when you see Jupiter at night.
0: Well, when school when does school get out?
1: In uh, the end of June, I think. June thirtieth. Yep. You gonna get a job this summer? How? I don't know. Uh, Driving taxi cabs? I'm not old
0: enough. Oh, that's right. You knew that.
1: (laughs) I know that. I'm just talking at you. Oh, what are you
0: doing? We tried that once before.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so once upon a time, long ago and far away, when there were wolves and whales and snow as much as it is today, and the moon was very dim, and Jupiter was bright in the sky. In a big old yellow house, way up in the middle of the block, there lived a little guy named M. Thomas Sheehan. M. Th- Thomas Sheehan? M. Thomas, but everybody called him Mike. And one day, old Mike was up in the bonus room. He was messing around. And it was getting kind of up towards bedtime, but he wasn't tired. And anyway, it was Friday night, and he didn't have to go to bed at bedtime. You know, he was looking around and messing around and just kind of clowning around and messing around. Kind of not doing a whole lot and just kind of hanging around and messing around and clowning around and messing around in the bonus room and kind of hanging around in it. Anyway, he uh, <laughs> was messing around in there and he uh, messed around with the um, the light switch and he flipped it off. He thought, hey, it's kind of neat. He looked around, it was dark, but the light was coming in from the windows. And he looked out the window that looks out on the balcony and he saw an airplane, the lights from an airplane. And so he went out on the balcony to see the airplane. And he was up there watching it, and he looked at the light, and he was watching it. And after a little while of watching it, he finally realized that the airplane wasn't moving. said, so, hmm, he said to himself. And he said back, hmm? He says, hmm, that airplane up there isn't moving. You can see the light, but it's not moving. And he got to thinking Just about stop. that. Well, that's exactly what he thought, he said, "That's a star, And they thought themselves a star planet, another world way out in space, a whole nother world that nobody has ever been to before, and nobody from that star has, or that planet has ever been here before. I don't think
0: If there's any life on Jupiter.
1: Yeah, that's right. I almost said,
0: no, it started.
1: But I don't know whether there's any life on that planet Jupiter or not. And I don't know that maybe, if there is life on there, that maybe they don't have rocket ships that can get all the way down to Earth. After all, everybody talks about UFOs and stuff. And uh, after all, we have shot men up to the moon, and they've (laughs) walked around on the moon, and we have sent spaceships up there, they didn't have any people in them, but we have spent, sent spaceships up to Jupiter and we've flown around Jupiter in a spaceship. All the people were in it, Just TV cameras and stuff. And uh, when they showed it on television, they said that they could see Jupiter, but it was covered with clouds, funny colored clouds. And so he's thought about all this and thought, hmm. I wonder if there is somebody living on Jupiter. If if we live on the Earth and we are just plain old colored people and we have plain old white clouds, if up on Jupiter they got funny colored clouds, maybe they got funny colored people. Maybe the people are all red and green and blue and orange and yellow and purple.
0: But there, we don't just have white, we have blackish, and whitish, and black.
1: That's exactly what M. Thomas Sheehan said to himself. He said, wait a minute, here on Earth, we got all kinds of different colored people. We got yellow and black and red, because Indians are kind of a red skin. We got white, and we got. We don't have any green. Let's see. Um, That's about it. Mm-hmm.
0: We don't have yellow colored people.
1: Well,. Oriental people are kind of yellower colored skin. Brown. Well, kind of a yellower Mm. color, kind of.
0: Like Gabriel?
1: No, he's not Oriental. He's Spanish. Yeah, he's brown. Mm Mm-hmm, that's right. There's brown people. Yeah, there's, okay, there's brown people and white people and black people and green people and blue people and there's, no, there's not either. Anyway, so you stand out on the balcony. Well, He's thinking about all that stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right.
1: And uh, all of a sudden, he heard a noise. And it was down in the trash area. He thought, what in the world is going on down there?
0: Well, the Roberts are always, always there.
1: Yeah, he figured it was probably the Roberts out dumping their trash. And so he walked on over to the side of the balcony. And he looked around there. And nope, wasn't the Roberts. not the robbers maybe it's the robbers (gasps) no it's not any robbers or the bog would have barked and he thought oh the bog he looked down in the trash area and sure enough there was the old bog he had gotten through the gate and was down in the trash area and was stuck he couldn't get out of either gate and poor bog Mike thought thought, hey bog I'll be down in a minute to get you out and the bog looked up at him and wagged his tail and said Okay, boss, I'm glad you called me, because I didn't know what to do. I was looking for the telephone, whatever that is.
0: <laughs>
1: and uh, so Mike said, You silly dog, I'll be down in a minute. the dog said, Okay, I'll check you on my watch, whatever that is. <laughs> and so Mike down in and made sure he closed the door and locked it good. And he ran on downstairs, and he ran on out the garage, and he ran to the garage door that opens out in the trash area, and he opened it up. And he says, come on in, Bog. And the Bog said, come on here. Are you are going to be in trouble with your mom. You better come on out here to me in the backyard. And Mike said, oh, okay, I'll let you in the backyard. So Mike went on out. And just then there was a big gust of wind and slam, the door slammed behind Mike. And he turned around and tried to get in the door, and he couldn't because it locked. And he said, oh, rats, now we'll have to go into the backyard and go around that way. And the boss said, well, I've been trying to do that, and it seems like it, the gate is locked. I was nosing at it and pawing at it and all kinds of stuff. I couldn't even find a telephone to call you and tell you I was in trouble, whatever it is." And so Mike said, okay, I'll see if I can fix it. So he grabbed the hole of the gate, and he pulled it to open it, but it wouldn't open. This old dumb gate is stuck. He, what about the thing that you
0: picked that that you... Mm-hmm.
1: Um, The latch on it? Yeah. Well, that's what he tried next. He said, that latch must be stuck. So he reached up there and was filling with it, and no, the latch wasn't stuck. It it opened up okay, but the gate wouldn't open up. It was stuck, shut, somehow or other. And Mike said, you, Bog, how'd you get this gate stuck like this? And Bog said, who, I didn't do nothing. I didn't want uh, to uh, jump on it a couple of times, but I didn't do anything good.
0: <laughs> Mike said, it
1: sure did. He jumped on the gate and you just stuck it shut now. Now we're going to have to go out the front. And the bug said, oh boy, i will actually go out in the front. And so Mike said, okay, but you don't run away now, okay? And the bug said, "Who me? I never run away. I'm a good puppy. And so Mike opened the front they gate. They all hmm? That's
0: what they all <laughs>
1: Mike opened the front <laughs> gate, and the bog said, Watch oh, out, here I go! And he ran out the front gate, and he said, oh, I'm taking off, I'm going to have a fun ball, have a good time and all this stuff, whatever that means. You and he say, started that's running around, and Mike said, You get back here, you dog, what are you doing? And the bog said, I'll be back later, i got a hot need ice, whatever that is. <laughs> and, and Mike said, No, you can't be running off, i got to put you in the backyard. And the bog was running down the street. And so Mike thought, that silly dog, I better go get him. And he started running after him, and the bog was really running, and Mike had to really pump hard to keep up with him. And even then, the bog was starting to pull out ahead, and he started heading down towards Wedgeworth, and towards the little league field down there. And Mike was running along Wedgeworth, and he was watching for cars, and the bog pulled out into the street and almost got hit by a car. And Mike said, you silly dog, you better be careful. And the bug goes, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to scare that car. I know I was a fierce stuffy, all right, but this car will be this on me. And uh, so Mike watched very carefully for the cars, and he ran across the street. And it was starting to get a little dark, and Mike thought, well, oh, I better get this dog back, because I don't want to be out running around at night. And the bug went running on down to Wedgwood, and Mike was running on behind him, and the bug was saying, I was having a good time. I was running all over the place here. I'll see you later. And Mike said, You'll see me in a minute. And when I get hold of you, I will grab your collar and haul you back home. And Bob said, Oh, I bet I was in trouble. I bet i to go back to that kid. He will get me. And so he kept running down to the little league field. And he ran out in the grass down there. And it was really starting to get dark by now. And there weren't any little league games this night. And so the lights weren't on. And of course, there aren't any lights at the school ground. And the streetlights are a long way away, and it's pretty dark out there. And Mike was running along, and he could just barely see the bug up in front of him, and he could hear him more because the bug was going, <speaking> in> "Bug in the woods, here I go!" And he was running along, and all of a sudden he heard the bug go, Hush. Hush, sh- sh- "You got me! Somebody got me! Oh, look at me! What are you doing? Look at me!" And <speaking in> Mike stopped. Didn't know where the bog was. But he heard, he thought he'd heard him right up in front of him. So he stopped running. He started walking over towards where the bog was last time he heard it. He walked very carefully over there. And as he got over there towards the middle of the field, he could smell something funny. So he smelled it, he said. Smelled that before. Couldn't remember what it was right up here. Kept going, he smelled it again and Oh yeah, that smells like when Dad has matches sometimes he lights a match that has that kind of a funny smell to it. He smelled it and the smell kept getting stronger. He got over a little closer, and pretty soon he could see some smoke coming up out of the ground. And he started walking slower now, he walked on over slower and slower Till he got over to the edge of a great big crater in the ground It was a big hole in the ground. That's where that crater is. You could stand on the edge of it and kind of look down thought, what in the world? This wasn't here this afternoon when I came home from school because I walked right through here He looked around didn't see anything that would have, it must have been a bomb or something, then he'd forgotten all about the bog by now, because he was just looking at this big old crater, he was standing on the edge, and it was kind of crumbly dirt up there, he was kind of looking around, and it was getting darker and darker all the time, and he had trouble seeing where he was, so he started to turn around, and his foot slipped, and the ground crumbled from under it, And he started sliding. And he said, "Uh uh-oh, here I go. And he started turning around and started grappling and scratching at the sides. But the hill going down into this hole was too steep. And the ground was too loose. And he couldn't get a good grip. And he kept sliding down the, the side of this big crater. And he kept sliding faster and faster. And he was scrambling. And pretty soon he tripped. And he was rolling. Rolling just as fast as he could. And he rolled all the way down to the bottom. And... Went, thump, down the bottom. He laid there, kind of bumped his head. for a minute. He looked around. He looked up, and there was the top way up above him. He tried to scratch his way up to the top, but the ground was too loose, and he couldn't scratch his way up. He looked around down there, and he couldn't figure out what was going on. And the smoke down there was kind of smelly, too, because it smelled like burnt matches, and it was kind of coming up from all over in there. And it was getting darker, and as it got a little darker, he looked over in the middle of the hole, and he could see something that looked like a light. It was where the smoke was coming from. He thought maybe something was on fire. So he went over there and kind of looked at it. It didn't look like fire. It was kind of a fun-looking green light. Went over and looked a little closer. He reached down, and he touched something, and he pulled his hand back real quick because it was hot. And then he reached over, and he got a a twig that was laying down there, and he used that to brush some of the dirt away, and it was a window. And it was a kind of a green window, and there was a light in there. And he brushed more of the dirt away, and... It was hot, so he couldn't touch it. He pushed some it away, and he finally kind of see through it. He looked down in there, and there were some people down there. There were some guys walking around, or something looked like it. And just then he remembered that the ball got caught. And he said, somebody down there, and maybe in somebody's basement there, got my dog. And I'm going to get him back. And so he looked around, and he said, how am I going to get into this thing? And he walked around, walked around there pretty soon he came up to something that he kind of stumped his toe on and he took his twig and he brushed some of the dirt off it and it was kind of like a hatch kind of a pipe sticking up with a lid on it and he reached down very carefully and touched it to see if it was hot and it wasn't hot and so he felt around the edge And he felt a latch on the side of it. He messed with the latch a little bit, and pretty soon he figured out how to open it. And he opened the latch, and he opened the top. And as he opened it, the green light was shining out way up into the sky. And it was bright light. It took him a minute. He had to rub his eyes. It took him a minute to kind of get used to it. And as he got used to it, he could see that there was a ladder going down inside. So he thought, they got my dog in there, I bet. He started down the ladder, and he was still kind of rubbing his eyes a little bit, because it was a pretty bright light. He got down about halfway, and he stopped, and he looked around. And he was standing way up above where the people were still. They were down on the floor, way down below him. And he could see around, and he could see his dog over on a table. And he was laying there on the table with his ears perked up but he was just laying there very quiet and Mike tried to get his attention he didn't want to get everybody's attention because there were all kinds of somebody walking around down there and so he said hey Bog hey Bog And the Bog heard him the Bog looked up but he didn't say anything didn't do anything What's wrong. With him? So he went down a couple more steps and he said, Hey, Bob, come on, let's get out of here. And the belt forked up his ears and he looked up at Mike. He didn't do anything. Mike thought, Oh, perhaps I gotta go down and get him now. Look at these guys are down there. They might be sixth graders or adults or they might be somebody that's bigger than me. And uh, don't know him, and it's kind of weird anyway, I'm kind of afraid, but I gotta get my bog, so he started on down the steps. And as he went down the steps, the steps went down kind of behind a wall, so he was able to get all the way down to the floor without anybody seeing him. So he got down there, and he kind of walked around at the edge of the wall, and he looked around, and there was the bog on the table. There were the guys walking around. There was something funny about them. They had on a funny suit of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, they were green suits. Everything was green. The light was green. The floor was green. The ceiling was green. And these guys were wearing green suits. Were they, looked at them they green?
0: Hips.
1: Well, he couldn't see right right first because he had all these green suits. The suits that covered up their entire heads and you know, their legs and their feet and their hands and everything, and he was watching and thought, what are they doing wearing green suits, and he thought, well maybe they're uh, you know, some kind of soldiers or maybe they're, um, you didn't know what they were, you know, these funny green suits, and that's funny they had suits all over their heads. The red lights almost stuff.
0: Just go ahead.
1: Okay. Anyway, he kind of watched these guys with the green suits on, and he saw one of them kind of walking away from him. And he noticed that the guy didn't have pockets in his suit. That's kind of wonder where he carries his stuff, because you know everybody's got stuff. You got to have some place to put your stuff. So I got stuff, and I carry it in my jacket pocket and my pants pockets. And I got stuff that I've, you know, push in my drawers and I put on top of my chest and stuff. But I usually put my stuff in my pants pockets or my pockets and carry it around. And these guys don't got any pockets. I wonder what they do with their stuff. Maybe they don't got any stuff. Anyway, he was thinking about that and this one guy turned around and started walking towards him. Couldn't see him because Mike was still kind of hiding behind the wall. But Mike looked at him and looked right at his face and you know what he didn't have a face the front of his head looked the same as the back of his head so he didn't have any eyes or nose or mouth or ears or hair as it got closer to him i could see that he looked the very same from the front than he did from the back And he could see also that it wasn't a green suit it was a green guy. The green stuff was the guy's skin. And as he got closer, Mike could see that he was pretty big. He was bigger than his dad. He is bigger than two of his dads standing on top of each other. There was a big green dude walking over there. He must have been 12 feet tall. Maybe 15 feet tall. He was almost as big as a house the closer he got i could see how big he was so he scrunched down behind the wall he tried to be very quiet and the big green dude just walked on past that side of the wall didn't see like of course he didn't have any eyes i don't know how he would have seen mike anyhow but he didn't see him and he walked on past him i thought god this is weird i gotta get the ball and get out of here looked on around the wall again and saw the bog. He said, hey, bog, come here. And the pop looked at him and he perked up his ears, but he didn't do anything. So I thought, bog, oh, i going to have to go over and get him. So he looked around. He waited till all the green guys were kind of out of the way. And he ran over real fast and kind of kept his head and shoulders down low so they wouldn't see him. He ran over till he was right down underneath the side of the table, right where the bog was. And he said, you bog, come on, you do you heard me? we got to get out of here. And the bog looked down at him and said, can I can't go, I'm stuck, they got me stuck here, they got my feet tied up. And Mike said, they got your feet tied up. And bog said, yeah, I'm getting scared, nobody's ever tied of my feet before, I'm scared, you can take care of my little self. He said, okay, I'll take care of you. And so he snuck around the other side of the table, and sure enough, the bog's feet were tied up with some kind of green rope. Like reached up there, and he tried to find the knot in the green rope, but there wasn't a knot. It was just green rope and no knot. And I said, what? what in the world? And he said, I'll just reach in my pocket and see what kind of stuff I got here that can help me Get that. If I had a pocket knife I could cut it, but I don't have a pocket knife. If I had some scissors, that'd work. Or if I had a in his pocket and he found his key that was on his little light chain. And he his, his light and his key to the house. He felt that and thought, hey, now maybe that'll work. He pulled it out and he reached up and he got a hold of part of the green stuff around the bog's legs. And he stuck the key underneath it and started rubbing it back and forth as hard as he could like a knife and pretty soon snap he got it undone with the key and the box oh boy you're getting me out of here and mike said yeah shh, be quiet and he reached up and he did the same thing to the green stuff that was tied on the box front paws and pretty soon the bog was free mike said Okay, now be quiet. Don't move yet because we got to wait until those big ugly green guys are out of the way. So Mike was crouched down beside the table and the fog was there on top of the table. And when Mike thought it was okay when everybody was kind of out of the way, he said, okay, when I say go, let's go. We got to run over to that ladder and climb up and get out of here. Fox said, okay, I'm right behind you, boss and pretty soon everybody was out of the way and said okay let's go and the blog jumped off the table and said all. let's get out of here mike said Shh, be quiet and when the bog made that noise all the green guys turned around and they started running after him and the bog saw him coming he said uh-oh I've done, done something wrong that time i don't know where i was going i'm getting out of here as fast as i can and he ran underneath mike's legs and tripped mike and he he headed on for the, uh, the ladder and he, Mike was sprawled on the floor down there and the ball ran over the ladder and he started to climb up the ladder and he got his front paws up there. He said, what did I do? I doesn't know how to climb a ladder. Who did you climb a ladder? I never climbed a ladder for in my entire born days. But of fact, like the only ladder I ever saw was in Mike room, up to his bed and he went on me climb that and he tried to climb the ladder and he couldn't and pretty soon Mike finally got up and he ran over there and he grabbed the bog under the middle of him the bog was heavy but he grabbed him and he grabbed over the ladder and he started to pull the bog up the ladder the green guys were getting closer all the time and he pulled and pulled and oh the bog was heavy he thought oh I can't do it then he remembered that if he dropped him the bog would get hurt falling And the green guys would get him, and so he kept trying harder, and he went up one step at a time, and the green guys were getting over closer, and they were big and tall. He wasn't quite high enough, and they could reach him almost, and he grabbed another rung, and he got up another step, and another one, and another one. And pretty soon, when the green guys got over there, he had just gotten up out of their reach, and they started climbing the steps, too. And he kept pulling and pulling and he finally got up and all of a sudden he was up at the top where the latch and the hatch was on top of the, the thing. And he pulled and pulled and he got the bog out and threw him out and told the bug, be careful of that green glass over there because that's awful hot. And the bug said, okay, boss. And he got out and he slammed the hatch down and he locked it on the outside. And he could hear the green guys in there not making any noise but they were Hound and they went boom, 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 boom on the inside of the hatch. And he thought, oh, we got to get out of here now. And he started to scramble up the side of the, because he was still in the crater. And he couldn't do it. He was scratching, scratching and scratching. He couldn't scramble up. He thought, what am I going to do? And the bag said, stand back, boss. I've got some ways to get out of here. And Mike said, you do? And the bog said, yep, watch this. And the bog started scrambling up the side. because he's a dog, he can scramble up the sides of the hills a lot better than boys can. And so he said, grab my tail there, kid. And so Mike grabbed a hold of the bog's tail. And the bog scratched and pulled. And Mike was helping, too. And the bog finally pulled Mike up out of the crater. And they got up on the top. <clears throat> and they ran over in the field, and as they ran over, they started to hear a rumbling sound. And the rumbling sound started to be the ground rumbling under them. And it started to rumble so much, and to shake so much, that they couldn't run anymore. They were tripping and falling. They fell down in the grass, and they were laying there, and the ground was shaking all over the place. And they looked up, And all of a sudden, out of the hole came this green machine, this big, green, round machine that just moved up out of the ground and up into the sky, and it was a bright, shiny green. And I thought, that's a spaceship. And he lay there in the grass, and the bog lay there in the grass, and for once, the bog didn't have anything to say, because he was just watching that green thing going up. And Mike made the mistake of saying to the bog, look at that big green ball. And the bog all of a sudden said, a ball? Is it a ball? I'm going to get it. And he jumped up and he ran over to where the spaceship was. Said, oh, a big old ball. I said, my ball, I saw it first. I'll go get it. And he jumped up in the air and tried to grab it with his teeth, but it was too high for him, and he couldn't reach it. And so he was jumping up and down, underneath and saying, said, Come on, give me the ball. That's the ball. It's my ball. saw it first. It's mine. my And Mike was in there in the grass just watching this thing going up higher and higher into the sky. And the ground stopped rumbling as soon as it got out of the ground, so he was just laying there watching. And it went up higher and higher, Further and further and higher and higher, and got smaller looking and smaller looking, and it went way up. And then it started to kind of move over towards the side, and it started to kind of head towards the moon. And then it kind of went past where it, where the moon was, it kind of started heading on out to that big bright star, and it got further and further and further away. And pretty soon Mike couldn't see it anymore. And the bog was over the shed. He's got my ball! That was my ball! I want back. And so Mike finally got up and said, Come here, bog. And the bog said, Okay, boss. And he ran over to his side and Mike said, You know what we just saw? And the bog said, Oh, well, I know. And Mike said, Oh, yeah, what? And the bog said, Oh, hey, green bar. <laughs> and Mike said, Nope. And the bug said, oh, heck, what was that? And Mike said, that was a spaceship that was down here from that planet. And the bug said, no kidding, a spaceship down here from that planet? We're leaping Jupiters. (laughs) And Mike said, leaping Jupiters? And the bug said, yeah, something I heard on TV was. And Mike said, well, that's right. It's something that leaped off of Jupiter and came down here the bug said, no kidding. And Mike said, yep, we better get on home, it's dark. And so he and the bug went on home. And he put the bug in the backyard. And the bug said, I wonder who got my ball. And Mike said, never mind your ball, you silly dog. You got a ball out there. And the bug said, I don't sir, is it?" And Mike said, I don't know. Go look in the pool. And the bug said, you look in the pool. It's cold and wet in there. I just got to go to sleep. Mike said, yeah, me too. So Mike went inside, and he went to bed and went to sleep. And the next morning when he got up, he ran to the bonus room, and he looked out. And you know what he saw?
0: The sun. The
1: sun, that's right, because it was daytime. And he thought, I wonder if I dreamed that last night. And then he thought, I must have dreamed it. And I'd go ask the bog. And so he went out and asked the bog. He said, Bog, do you remember what happened last night? And the bog said, Sure, I remember what happened last night. What happened last night? And Mike said, Don't you remember when we went out there and got you got caught in that hole and the green guys were there and they had you tied up on the table? And the bog said, Oh yeah, I remember that and somebody took my ball. And Mike said, I'll oh, forget your ball, but do you remember <laughs> the spaceship? And the bug said, a Spaceship? Flippin' Jupiter, I didn't dream of a spaceship. <laughs> and Mike said, Yes, you do. And the bug said, Yeah, I do, but I was afraid to admit it because I think i was dreaming that. And Mike said, Yeah, I thought I was dreaming it too, but it must have really happened. And the bug said, You think so? And Mike said, Yep, I think so. <laughs> and the bug said, Well, if you think so, why don't you go and get us something to eat? No. <laughs> And so Mike laughed and he went in and he got them both something to eat, and that's the end of the story. Yeah, is that a good story?
0: You should have made it a dream. Why? That would be funny.
1: It might have been a dream. They weren't sure.
0: They couldn't both be dreaming the same thing.
1: Why not? You can both be dreaming the same thing. How do you know? I don't know. You can listen to the same radio station. Maybe they were both watching the same TV. Or maybe it wasn't a dream.
0: I doubt it'll really happen.
1: Well, you never know. There could be people on Jupiter that come down and see us at night.
0: Yeah, but big, tall, green guys with no head.
1: Well, look what E.T. look like.
0: So he's not... What a big, tall... He comes from another galaxy.
1: He was a little short green guy with a long neck.
0: Uh uh-uh, he was brown. He was brownish.
1: I thought he was greenish.
0: He was camoed.
1: Hmm? He was what?
0: He was camoed. Canoed? Camoed.
1: Oh, camoed. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was kind of camoed, wasn't he?
0: Camouflage.
1: Yep, he, he was kind of camoed. Uh, it could happen. But the thing is, Mike doesn't know whether those guys were good guys or bad guys, does he? They might have been nice.
0: And tied the bog up like that?
1: Well, you never know why they did that. Maybe they didn't want the bog to get burned on the hot stuff. Might have been, you never know. But because they were big guys, because they took his bog, and because they were chasing him, that was a good reason to run as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, but why would they just leave?
1: Well, maybe they were afraid that somebody would catch them. Maybe they were afraid that somebody would come and hurt them. Or maybe it was time for them to go.
0: Has Mom kissed me yet?
1: Well, I don't know. She probably has once or twice in her life. Have you kissed Mom yet?
0: How good, Good night is what I mean. Oh,
1: good night. No, I'm pretty sure Mom hasn't kissed you good night.
0: I'm turning this off.
1: You are, huh? Okay, why don't you play a little bit of it back and see if we all got on there.
0: We know it did.